0: What is the Podcaster Matrix? The Podcaster Matrix is your source for podcast media hosting. Get your entire podcast library hosted now at PodcasterMatrix.com. Welcome
1: to Small Business Saturday.
2: Welcome to Small Business Saturday's. The Small Business Saturday's podcast. With your host and my husband. And my dad, Aaron Montgomery. Join the conversation. Let's talk some business.
1: Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome in to Small Business Saturdays. My name is Aaron Montgomery, and I'm excited to welcome in a good friend of mine, Ali Banholzer, in just one moment. We're going to talk about creating and using a priority matrix today. I wore the wrong shirt. I should have wore my data hipster shirt. I just don't have it with me. So <laughs> this stuff gets me super excited. And really what we're doing is we're taking brainstorming thoughts, ideas, and we're turning it into data. Data is something that we need in our business, something that we need to be able to manage our business and to make the right decisions at the right times, to kind of funnel down the decisions that we need to make, right? There's so many things coming at us a lot of times that if we don't have a way to kind of manage and process that information, it's going to be a challenge. So I don't want to get completely into it because we're going to let Allie explain what it really is all about, but that's the way I feel about it. That's what I'm excited about. So we're here Before we do that, though, I'm having a little challenge inside one of the Facebook feeds here, so I will do some stuff here in just a moment when I bring Allie in, and as you guys can tell, I'm not in my home studio today. For whatever reason, whenever I'm going to have Allie on StreamYard, I have to do it from Maricopa, Arizona. I don't know why, but (laughs) it just seems to be the way that it works out, so um, I'm excited to be Coming to you from—it's uh, supposed to be 105 Fahrenheit today. It's not in here, thank goodness. So um, <laughs> I'm going to keep it cool in here. What I want you guys to do here first, though—here um, we go. Those of you that would uh, that have done the homework or, or want to kind of at least go on the fly here, that would like to be in here, involved, have Ali work with you directly and, and give you direct feedback. Uh, I'm going to leave this up here for a little bit. If you go to rsuccess.group forward slash that'll put you in the the green room, so to speak. Um, I don't think we have the right MMs back there, but uh, Ali's still patiently waiting. Uh, so <laughs> you'll be in the in the back end here, and then I'll see it pop up, and we'll bring you in, and and uh, and you can join us. So um, with that being said, I'm going to bring Allie in here. Um, that way I can do some stuff in the background too, real quick. <laughs> All right, fun times here this morning. So welcome in Allie Banholzer from Where Your Spirit Warehouse. Allie, good morning. How are you doing this morning?
0: Good morning, Aaron. I don't need M&Ms. I'm keto. So some good Gouda and beef jerky. I'm in there. We're great.
1: Got it. Got it. <laughs> okay. Well, that's what we'll get in the, the green room. I'll, I'll make sure I have that in Maricopa next time I'm here and we do a broadcast live together. <laughs> Perfect. Nice. Perfect.
0: And well, I, I still need that data hipster shirt.
1: Ah, totally totally a uh, chat about that yeah exactly i know we have talked about it i got mine from todd so uh, we'll just blame mm-hmm. todd for this no no we, we're not blaming we're not complaining I, i've got to take responsibility by writing this down and uh yeah data hipster well, got it
0: ultimate responsibility i i could make one myself so. <laughs> well
1: you make Ultimately. a valid point <laughs> you make a valid point all right so how are you Before we dive in, um, and if you'll do me a favor and just kind of maybe give us an overview of what this priority matrix is all about, why you use it, how you use it. Obviously, we're going to go through it pretty detailed here, but give us an overview. Why is this important for people to take in and um, really implement it inside of their business?
0: Sure. So this morning came about because I think Wendy, Wendy asked, I mentioned priority matrix when we were talking about... Lean Six Sigma and data and our downtime acronym of the eight deadly wastes in a business and how we can lean them out. And the question kind of came about of, well, how do I figure out where to start? And, you know, we all have our gut instincts and usually as business owners, our guts are really pretty good. There are some things that you just, you flat out know, I need to tackle this. I need to do it. And we need to do it soon. That's not a case for a priority matrix. If you know you have a very serious issue in your business that you need to tackle it, then we need to jump ahead to the DMAIC process, which is define, measure, analyze, improve, and control. And we can talk more about those. But um, you need to dive in and start that project. But if you have just a bunch of things where they're contributing to that waste or they're repeatedly causing issues in your business and you don't really know which one to tackle first, which one's going to give you the most bang for your buck? That's where a priority matrix comes in. And a priority matrix is what they call a pairwise comparison based on established criteria and options. So, you as a business owner establish criteria that you want to evaluate your problems against. And we're gonna dive into that when we get into the specifics of the priority matrix. But you establish that criteria and you weight that criteria based on the importance that you feel as a business owner. Then whether you're a solopreneur or you are a a shop with employees, you brainstorm, you gather all the information on the the issues that you may be having, which was the homework that I hope everybody came with. And at that point, we're going to do the pairing where we take that criteria that you've established against those issues that you're having. We're going to do a little bit of math, simple math, very simple math, I promise.
1: (laughs) Okay. Come out with a number on the
0: end and that (laughs) number on the end tells you what you should address first.
1: Okay. All right. Wow. Well, that sounds like uh, something we need to uh, need to have. Um, All right. I've got some posts going up so we can get some some folks to join us here. Um, I may have fixed it. Okay, I may have fixed it inside the members group as well. So, Ali, I'm really excited to dive into this. How how do you want to start this out? What what would be the best way to do that? Um, And actually, I'm going (laughs) to I just asked you a question and I'm going to interrupt you before I (laughs) go there, because I do want to share this one more time for folks. In fact, I'm going to leave it on the bottom for a little bit. Get in here and I want you guys to, here, here's your risk, right? This is, take take a leap. This is going to be a really big benefit for your business, but it might feel a little uncomfortable. You have to actually jump online and, and be with us here. But I promise, Allie and I are both very nice people and we're going to treat you well and we're going to have a blast with you. So come have a blast and join us on screen here. All you got to do is just go to rsuccess.group forward slash join and, um, you know, even if you didn't do the homework, I bet you you could go on the fly here. Uh, mm-hmm. But if you especially if you did the homework, if you took the time to do that homework that we posted in the private members group, get in here, join us and uh, be part of this. So, um, Allie, I wanted to just get that part out there. Where where do we go from here, Allie?
0: So, Aaron, you did the homework, I know. Mm-hmm.
1: So let's
0: run you through it. We can okay. What it is, we can give an example and then we can have others jump in, or I can run through mine because I did the homework recently as well. Cool. Um, let's just put the rubber to the road, let's show how to use it, and that way, um, you now we'll get some. Pre- uh, you know, I've done so many events and so many educational things where I leave going, okay, that's really great information, but how do I really apply it? So, I want this to be very hands on, and I want people to leave knowing exactly how they can apply this to their business come Monday then get started.
1: Yeah, that's perfect. That's perfect. I love it. And 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 you make a really great point there, Allie. I mean, there is a ton of great information out there. But yeah, that is, uh, in fact, I, I'm going through some training stuff right now. And this even came up the other day uh, from Jack Canfield, he talked about the fact that, you know, people go and they show up at these trainings, the trainings that he does or, or whatever, and they get really excited. They get really fired up. And then they, you know, as soon as they leave the uh, the training room or the video or whatever, there's that time where, OK, I'm doing a couple little things and then it just kind of falls off. And, and to be able to have a tool like this and to put these things into implementation, I think, is is huge. And in fact, I think they called it uh, uh, shelf help instead of self-help. It was shelf help. You, you got the information and then you just put it up on the shelf. We, we want this to be, you know, helping your business. So put it to you. So, um, all right. So you want me to go ahead and put the uh, the priority matrix up? Um, yes. Okay. While I'm doing that, I'm actually going to share one more link, actually, now that we're talking about this, because you can get your very own copy of this if you'll just go to, and where did I put that one?
0: Pre-programmed oh. with the math.
1: <laughs> Pre-program with the math, Yeah. So if you don't want to do the math, okay. Well, for whatever reason, it did not make it in here. So we're gonna we'll do a banner, but it's oursuccess.group forward slash matrix, and uh, I will put that in there while uh, Allie walks walks us through this. So uh, where do we start here? This is the the blank version of it. Where where do you want us to start?
0: Right. So this is this is a, an L shaped matrix, which means you're gonna have your X Y axis. Basically, you're gonna have your information going down the left hand side and across the top and this is where you as a business owner whether you're a solopreneur or have employees have the greatest influence you know some people look at a priority matrix and go I don't want my employees deciding what we're going to work on I'm the business owner I need to work decide which yes absolutely but if you want to build a culture and have buy-in to these projects you do need to involve employees or the other half of your brain. You know, I used to joke, I started in my house. I was a solopreneur when I started, but I'd always refer to we. And everybody would laugh, they're like, but it's just you. I'm like, nope, it's me and the voice is in my head. And they argue,
1: <laughs> right? So you do the priority matrix with the voices in your head? I exactly. Like
0: there you go. All right. So the part that is your control, but you want to maintain, be consistent time after time that you use this priority, matrix is the criteria to evaluate weighted criteria across the top. It's that gray area. Now your one, two, three, four, five is a scale. It does not relate specifically to these columns. Okay. So these are things at a high level, let's say 10,000 foot level in a business that impacts um, are the criteria that you, everything in your business impact. So, you wanna pick the five that are the most important to you in no specific order. So some things that I identify are cost of materials, technology growth, commitment to deadlines, quality of products, impact on other processes, added value to customers, cost of defects. You may have others. So in line i can't quite see it line seven where it's weighted criteria yep in that first column under the one again the one does not correlate here that's just informational yep you you and going across you want to put the five um i'm sorry on the line above that you want to pick five criteria that you're going to rate everything against
1: okay so can you give me the ones that you had again, just so we can put something in there and, and show people kind of how this works? So uh, I, had, had
0: a, I had about seven. But for today's okay. example, let's use custom materials. Okay. Uh, future growth or technology growth.
1: Uh, okay. oh. And there, there's spelling involved too. Okay, got it.
0: Oh, sorry, math and English, Um, impact on deadlines.
1: Okay.
0: Okay. Let's do value to customer and cost of defects.
1: Okay, there we go. Okay, so we've got it. Cost materials, future growth, Uh, impact of deadlines, value to customers, cost of defect.
0: And I do want to take just a second to explain the difference between cost of materials and cost of defects, because a lot of people will take and go, well, the cost of defect is the cost of my material. But the cost of defects has to also include your labor and time to produce it. So if I have more than one process in my shop, let's say I have embroidery, My cost of materials may be high, but my cost of labor might be low because I can run six heads and I can actually walk away and do something else while it's running. And so um, versus, say, if I'm lasering something, it's a long run. I can only do one or two at a time. So my cost of defect might be higher. Gotcha. So there's a difference between cost of materials and cost of defect.
1: Gotcha. Okay. Okay.
0: Okay, so like, let's say embroidery, uh, you know, a polo shirt might cost $10, so the cost of material is high, but my labor is low on it, where, um, let's say sublimation, I'm doing a mug, it might cost $1.50, so my cost of material is low, but I do have to stand there, and a mug takes a a longer time to press and all that, so my labor is higher, so so the cost of those two is different. Okay, so of these five criteria now, on a scale of one to five i just want you to rate the importance of these things regardless of what we're we are rating them against in that weighted criteria what is the most important to you and you can have more than one five it's it's not a scale of of ranking it is you know for me um Future growth for my business right now. We're pretty good. We're stable. For me, it's about a three. Okay. Value to customer for me is always a five. I want high value to my customers. Um, And so you you can rate these however you want. Cost of materials for me, maybe a two because that's proportional to my pricing. So it doesn't really matter. Gotcha. My cost of defect is... Also a five because it's, because now I have to repurchase it and do the labor again. So that's going to be, you know, important. And then impact on deadlines, maybe a four. I don't know. Okay. So this yeah. is kind of how how I would rate them. You do want to take some time to think about these. But for today's example, we'll go there.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Yeah. And then you did your homework. You brainstormed whether things are broken or things you just want to improve. So going down the left-hand side there. You're going to put in those items.
1: Okay, all right, and and I, I'm just using your examples here, but I will because mine's going to be slightly different uh, since I'm not making things. So, um.
0: so so change it up, make this work for you. Let's do okay. real life for you.
1: All right, so okay, I I, I okay. So let me. Um, so let's see here. Value to customers, obviously, big. Um, I think instead of cost of material. Don't have a ton of of cost uh, necessarily. I'm going to uh, put significance, which means just how impo- important is it to me as far as like does it check a box? Does it make me feel fulfilled?
0: okay
1: does that does it, work?
0: So you've got so you're gonna I would say value to customer or value to self
1: okay, okay. So I'll have that in there.
0: I just I just niche it down a little bit more so we have a better idea of what that is.
1: Okay, perfect. I like it. Like it. Value to self, uh, future growth. That's good. Uh, impact of deadlines. Yeah, I can. Yep, that that works. And then cost of defect. I guess in in my case would be what's the hard costs of of creating these things. Does that? Yep. Because minor minor opportunities. You know, training programs that we're going to put together, things like that, some goals that, that I have there. Is that, is that going to so, work in, in this?
0: Yeah. Training costs or production costs or it's not actual materials, but it equates to cost of materials.
1: Yeah. What so labor- for you to produce it. Yep. Yep. Okay. All right. So, so that, that actually is cost of materials then no way. Okay. Okay. All right.
0: Perfect. All right. Then how would you weight those?
1: Uh, let's see here. Value customers is high. I would say this one's probably going to be lower impact deadline, maybe a little lower future growth, important, uh, value to self there. Something like that. Probably, like you said, I would, uh, probably want to go through this a little bit more. but that, 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 uh, is kind of where they landed for me. Perfect.
0: And there's no right or wrong, which is, which is why I do, I really want people to jump in because this is very much for your business. You know, you want a lot of future growth. I right now, knowing what's going on in my personal life, I want my business to be sustainable. I'm not looking to grow it and bring on a lot of more. Do I want to grow revenues always, but I'm not looking to grow the physical size of my business. So at, at this moment, just because I've got a senior in high school, it's going to be a busy year. That's not my priority right now. So sure. there is no right or wrong. It's what you want for your business. So this is perfect. All right. All right. All right. Now, going down the left-hand side, what are you evaluating?
1: All right. So uh, the first thing that I've got on my list is uh, writing a book. Um...
0: Okay. So that's going to go on. Yep. Actually, drop that on one line for me.
1: What? what, Say that? Okay. All right. Can do. Come on. Come on. There we go. Okay. So. Have you heard about the five keys of business success called growing and launching your business? It's an online training program, and you can check it out at our successgroup.com forward slash five keys. While there, you can purchase the valuable online training modules and resources. It's over five hours of small bite-sized video training sessions broke out into 25 modules. Plus, there are 26 specific action steps designed to cement the training and get you into action on building the right foundation. You also get tools you need beyond the five hours of proven training, like spreadsheets, example forms that you can use and make your own, plus policy and marketing templates and more. The 5 Keys of Business Success is designed to help you learn to price your products for profit, enjoy confidence in your marketing, have an efficient workflow and process, wow your customers with amazing service, and know exactly what it costs to be in business each day. Skip the alternative of feeling lost and overwhelmed and stop losing money or not even knowing where you're at until it's too late. Invest in the Five Keys online training program today to get the foundation you deserve for your small business. Go to oursuccessgroup.com forward slash five keys. Okay. And um, let's see here. The other one was. Um going working on uh, developing a um, oh the name of it is escaping me right now but uh, we're, I'm just going to call it a mastermind program the program you and I are going to work on yes <laughs> uh, there and um,
0: a Okay,
1: so there's there's four quick examples off the top from what I I wrote down there. So perfect. Does that give us enough to go off of?
0: Absolutely. Okay. All right. Now, if you had employees, you would ask them to take those four items and their mind for what's important to them. Give it a zero, a three, a six, or a nine. And the reason we're using those numbers is because it helps create a spread or a gap. If you have um, everybody do it and then you take an average, you may end up with all fives across the board and then you're not really going to get a weighted number at the end. So you want to create some spread. Um, So you would have your employees do that and then you would take the average of that Rating. So, if you have five employees and you know they gave for writing the fundamentals of success a zero three three six nine, you would come up with that average. Um, I I am not able to do that in my head.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay. It's okay. Well, let, let's do this. Um, we've got a couple comments here and um so wendy says it's like a sneak peek into aaron's plans so um wendy w- yes and <laughs> that's good um and then todd thanks for sharing these links todd wendy i'd like to ask you guys to uh to join us here and um our success.group forward slash join and uh, todd if you can get in here because maybe we can do this then um and i, and I love the 0369 uh, I that that is really important to understand that you get that spread because like it's for example sometimes when I'll ask somebody to rate something on a scale of one to ten and the thing that I always say is okay rate this on a scale of one to ten but you can't use seven right because right. that's, that's
0: where everybody comes in it's a seven
1: yeah it's a seven because in that way they they don't feel like they're rating it low <laughs> but they they don't they're not don't really want to go all the way so it's like okay you can't pick seven or that kind of thing so and i'll um, be
0: honest i'm giving you the technical of how to do this when i give this to my employees i tell them it's got to be a one three or nine i okay. remember that for that for that exact reason because what is seven seven is the average of the good so they're telling you you're good but you're average good
1: average good yep exactly exactly right I, yeah. and
0: and so here's what i like to say about being average when you're average you're either the best of the worst or you're the worst of the best. <laughs>
1: there you go. Right? <laughs> huh. Yeah. I, I don't want to be either of those things. I don't think. <laughs>
0: right. Exactly.
1: So, <laughs> no. um, you know, just while I'm hoping that Todd or Wendy are going to show up here in just a second, but I can do this in, in just a moment. But this is off, off course here a little bit. But uh, just one other thing as you're talking about rating stuff here. Allie, that um, I like to do, and I and I will fully admit that I stole this from the work that I get to do inside the Canfield Training Group. Is when you say to somebody, rate this on a scale of one to ten. Um, the other thing that you can do, because when you're asking somebody to rate something, you're trying to get feedback, right? And and I believe that our goal is to get a ten in, in everything that we do. But most people I know, that's their goal, and you know some people it's really interesting when I say this because it's okay. So rate this on a scale of one to 10. And then if it's not a 10, there's a follow up question, which is what would it take for me to get a 10? What would it take for this to be a 10 for you? Or, you know, some of the things we talk about inside of our masters of success is, you know, what can you do to make this a 10? And um, it's interesting because there are people that just aren't willing to rate a 10. There's like, Oh, you know, I just, I, I I feel like I'm not, <laughs> I, I want to grow still, right? And, and I get like that sometimes, but I don't think rating something a 10 means that there's not still work to do. I think rating something a, a, a 10, it means, okay, now now what's next? You know, now you've finally achieved that. Now what's next? So anyhow,
0: right. I got off, you know, I, off course. I love that because um, one of my girls had a teacher one time that would not give my daughter an A, and I'm like, okay, she, this is phenomenal work. Like, not just because this is my kid. This is great work. What, what does she need to get an A? And the teacher's like, I don't give A's. If I give her an A, she, she'll think she doesn't have anything to work for. And I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. (laughs) And this was like in fourth grade. So it's like, Really? This is not. Yeah. Anyways.
1: OK. I Yeah. This. Wow. That uh, I I don't quite understand that either. That doesn't make a whole lot of sense. All right. Yeah. So All we've, right. Got, we've got Wendy hanging out in the background. So I was hoping that Todd was going to show up so I could uh, have him help me evaluate this since this is what we're working on together. But um, he must be off doing something um, right now. So let me let me finish this real quick. And then, uh, Allie, we can bring Wendy in and, and work through the same thing. That is
0: sounds that great. Okay. Yep, absolutely. All right. All right. So all right. now, based on all of these criteria across across here, mm-hmm. writing your fundamentals of success, I want you to give it a I'm gonna take away your six. I want you to give it a zero, a three, or a nine in relation to your criteria. So,
1: okay. so zero, three, or nine. So, so
0: how much value does that give you?
1: Okay. There you right. go. Uh, and, uh, let's see here, back to deadline. Okay. Um, let's see here. Taking away my 6
0: <laughs> You're good. Now you're going to do that for the next one. You're going to do it for all four of those that are on your list.
1: All right, um, that would be a nine. Let's see here. I believe all those are nine, so how about that?
2: All right. <laughs> uh, let's see.
1: Uh, I don't have any zeros in here, so that, that's good. <laughs> For me, I should put one in here just to, uh, yeah. Okay, I've All got right. it.
0: So there you have it. You see your scores on the side? I do. 141 is your highest score. Your mastermind program is what you should work on first.
1: There we go. Well, perfect.
0: Does that match your <laughs> gut? Or was your gut leaning towards? So what I have found is normally the first thing you've listed is what you should think you think you should be working on first. Do you think writing your book was what you should be working on first?
1: Yeah. In fact, you were hundred percent right. My priorities went from the top down and uh, yeah, I really thought the book was uh, going to be number one and yep. it, Which is interesting. Uh, I, I've got the, the first three flipped, so that's good. That's good. See, this is perfect information.
0: There you go. <laughs> so the yes, no on the side is not programmed. You can see when you, whenever you put in a three, um, yeah. it changed color um, yeah. just as kind of a visual. So if you had something that was yellow all the way across, I would take that green on the side and move that to no, which got means it. not only is it not a priority, it really isn't going to create an impact in your business. So you don't need to work on it at all. Unless you just have absolutely nothing else to do, which business owners, that that's the case.
1: (laughs) Yes. If if you are in that space that you've got nothing else to do. um, Interesting. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Now, I don't know what, what happened with my zero. That should have given you a red block.
1: Probably Uh, was a, um, Convert to uh, Google Docs. I'll, I'll go in and clean that up and, and make sure that-
0: no, no worries. But if you have anything that's all red or all yellow, if it's all red, definitely. Nope, don't be working on that at all. If it's all yellow, i take a real hard look. That's probably never gonna come up high on your priority list and something unless something changes in its ratings or your criteria for rating it.
1: Got it. So, okay. All right, but- perfect. I love that. So now talk to us real quick before we grab Wendy here. uh, You know, so like I mentioned, I wanted to get Todd involved in this, too. So how would I go about then capturing that data? So, you know, do you basically kind of give them, okay, let's fill this in or do you guys fill it out together? How does it go when there's partners or, or other people involved in this?
0: To be really successful, you want this to be you want your ratings, your zero three nines to be independent of each other. So you would have him, you can do it one or two ways. You can both fill out the priority matrix, see if you agree and come back to it. But what I do, I have 12 employees. So I don't give them my weight of criteria across the top. I give them those criteria,
2: mm-hmm.
0: them rate each one the zero, three, nine against those criteria and then hard to. It, I'm. I'm struggling to to do this verbally. Okay, so writing fundamentals of success book. Yeah, they would not see the weighted criteria of a four.
1: Yeah. So okay.
0: Itself. So. So, so that. So,
1: yeah, it might look more like like that then, right? And exactly the numbers in here.
0: Exactly. Then, but I would have them fill this all in for how it impacts them because. If I have my graphic designer and my the person that create does sublimation for me, who actually physically produces the product. And one of my items on here is SOPs for reclaim of screens. Yeah. Well, my graphic designer might weight that like a three. It's not huge on him, but it's a little bit because it does, he's the one printing the films and They've got to be able to expose the film. So it has a little bit of impact on him, a huge amount of impact on him. My person who's doing sublimation, it has zero impact. But my guy who does the screen reclaim, it's a nine, right? So I've got a zero, a three, and a nine. If I take that average, I'm going to have 12 divided by three. That number is going to be a four.
1: Got it. Okay.
0: Does that make sense? So that's where you're not going to, if you're doing this by yourself, it's a zero, three or nine. If you're having employees rate it, they're going to rate it a zero, three or nine, but then you're going to take each of those for all of the employees and come up with the average number and plug it in.
1: Gotcha. Okay. All right.
0: Did that make sense verbally?
1: No, it totally makes sense. And I'm I'm The great part about all this is I love this kind of stuff and I love these tools. And so I'm trying to sit here in my head going, okay, how do we then get all that onto one? Like there's gotta be a way that we can have a sheet that will automatically calculate this through where you can put in, it'll do the average and plug it right in here and and go. So
0: that's all my list. You could certainly create another worksheet where you just plug in um, you know, everybody's scores and it comes up with the average. And then it, you can make it auto-populate another sheet. It's just a little programming to gotcha. do. Now, yep. so, and here's the difference with the example of you and Todd versus me and employees. So uh-huh. with employees, I set what the criteria to evaluate is and I set those priorities and then I take their average. With you and Todd because you're equal partners in this business, you're also going to have to come to an agreement on how you're going to evaluate it and how you're weighting those numbers.
1: Okay. That right. makes perfect sense. So, so yeah, so depending on the the where everybody's at, like you said, okay. So this process right here might be definitely both of us just sitting down and going, OK, what are, what's our criteria to evaluate? How do we weight this? And it comes as, a, as an agreement. Like you said, if it's an employee or a situation where, yes, this is your business, you have to make the decisions and the employees are people that aren't uh, part of that high end decision making process all the time. Uh, you want their feedback. You want that to be the culture of um, that that they're. Opinion matters, but um, also they don't have the the big picture. They don't have every single bit of information, nor, and and I don't mean to say this in like a a negative way. I don't think that they necessarily care, right? They're there to be part of the team and do their part. They don't necessarily care about, you know, all of the issues that you as a business owner have to deal with. You know, they, they want to be part of it but they also want to show up and get their paycheck and go home a little bit too. Right. So. Right.
0: And, and let's be honest. I'm a very social person. I love social media. I love these interactions and things this way. But when you push comes to shove, I'm in it for self-preservation and making my life the best I can for me. Right. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, if you do Maslow's hierarchy, you know,
1: <laughs> that's true. Where we're out there. Yeah
0: so it's going to be the same with the employees yes they're there to earn a paycheck and all that but what's going to drive this is you showing them how doing this makes their job easier so they're getting the same paycheck but it's not as hard to earn it
1: yeah that's awesome and, that's a great
0: and to do that and to take a step back because i really wanted to focus on the priority matrix but to take a step back that criteria to evaluate should go towards your core values and your company culture which I know with your five success keys, you've, you know, that's important to define and come up with and do. And so if you can't take those criteria that you're evaluating and link it back to your why and your corporate culture, then your employees are not going to understand why it's being evaluated.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Okay. All right. Perfect. Well, let's, uh, Wendy, are you ready to to join us here? Yep. Okay. I got the shaking head. I just don't like to drop people on the screen while they're not quite ready. Um, so Wendy is joining us. Good morning, Wendy. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you joining us. This is great. So um, I'm going to you back. you were
2: going to have me do this. I would have like, this is the Saturday morning through my hair. In a, <laughs> totally I,
1: I did the same were- thing. I did the same thing, so. <laughs> yeah. your ponytail is looking really good. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I even blow-dried it in the whole Not, No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> okay, so what I'm going to do here is I'm going to just step out of the way. I'll, I'll, I'll be here, but I'm going to keep my mouth shut. And Allie, do you want to just kind of do that same thing and, and walk through this w-
0: with Wendy then? Does that work? Sure, okay. absolutely. So oh. first of all, do you have any questions? Is any of this unclear?
2: No, but I do. So, I oh don't know. This is hard. Um, I have vision issues. And so, because of the size that it is on the screen right now, all I can do is I can hear you. I cannot read the matrix at all. So, you're okay. going to have to walk me through that way.
0: Okay. No problem. We can do
2: it. We, so, we all have challenges in life.
0: That's yes, right. Absolutely. So, Wendy, first tell me what you do. Tell me a little bit about your business.
2: Um, we are um, we're apparel decoration. So, we do embroidery, screen printing, dye sublimation, laser. Um, we have a white toner printer, and we do vinyl. Awesome. But we do vinyl. We do not do vinyl like. Uh, signs or wall art or anything like that. It's just vinyl and
0: shirts and stuff. Names, numbers, small, run. Yep. Yep. So the first thing we need to determine is the criteria criteria you want to use to evaluate all of your brainstorming ideas. Okay. Ideally, we would have five. You can have more, but ideally five to seven. Okay. so do you have an idea of what those would be?
2: Well, I I kind of from before when I switched over to to being on camera, I could read what you originally had with before we you altered the spreadsheet for Aaron. Mm-hmm. and I think that would probably fall more in line with me than than um, what what you did for Aaron um you would have to read them to me
0: Sure. we had cost of materials okay future growth okay meeting customer deadlines okay aaron are you frozen
1: no i'm good i i will fill these in um i just I'll, I'll, let me just do that, um, and then we'll we'll update any that need to be changed. Okay, go ahead.
0: Okay. Um, value to customers. Okay, and cost of defects.
2: I hate those. <laughs> you and me both.
0: <laughs> do you track your defects now?
2: I have. I I always have. My prior yeah. life, I was a I was an accountant. I was a bean counter.
0: So. <laughs> you and I get along great. <laughs> I, okay. love I this, was not but data.
2: I love this because it takes um, it, it takes the more necessarily emotional thing out of making decisions and gives you more of a realistic data point. Um, you know I I I think that can kind of help because I think we're all passionate and hold our businesses dear. And I think being able to do something like this makes it much more subjective. Kind of like Aaron with his book. Yep. I'm sure he holds that that dear to his heart, but after doing this, it's the masters of success part that is gonna help move his needle forward.
1: Yep. Exactly. yep. That's exactly it. Yep, for exactly.
0: sure. And again, you can do this as a solopreneur because you know, like Aaron, yes, he has Todd to factor in there as well, but just him doing this by himself, that became evident. Well, when you have employees, those what really is bothering your staff will become glaring. And it may not be what bothers you because it doesn't impact you, but it'll become glaring. And if you can fix that for them, you improve your the culture in your company, you improve the morale in your company, they'll work harder for you. Like there are so many payoffs to being able to identify what really is poking at them. And then there's also payoffs for them to be able to see what really impacts the customer at the end, because if they're running the press, they're not interacting with the customers. They're not getting the calls with the complaints. They're not getting the calls with the compliments, you know? And so this really helps with that. Okay. So
2: on and a I scale,
0: do
2: have, I do have staff. So, yes.
0: I... Yes. So, on a scale of one to five for cost of materials, one being low, five being high, what is the importance of that to you?
2: So, are we talking like raw materials, like the t-shirt cost, or are we talking like all my supplies, like my ink cost, my thread cost, all that stuff?
0: All all, stuff all of there. your supplies, all of your costs of goods sold. So any consumables and okay. blanks.
2: Okay. Um,
0: and office know. supplies, equipment, okay. all of it. Okay.
2: And that's a scale of one to five, right? Yep. Yes. I would say four.
0: Oops. All right. I got it. And then future growth. How important is future growth? Five. Okay. Meeting deadlines. Four. Adding value to your customers. Five. And cost of defects. So that is the cost of doing the rework. So it's not only the materials, yeah. but it's also labor, <sighs> missed deadlines. I know. I I'd so,
2: like to. I'd like to say five, but really, I think I'm more realistic. Three. That's not. Okay. That's okay. not a driving point for what makes decisions for me.
0: Okay. Perfect. So because now we're,
2: we're going to do. do the, we do things the right the first time.
0: <laughs> Always. <laughs> so do we. Just <laughs> I was needing a customer at nine forty-five on a Friday night to make a delivery last night. Yeah. Wait, did I say that? Did I yeah. mention that in a recorded video? All right, going down the left-hand side. What do you want to evaluate? Um.
2: So, I'm looking at doing some partnerships. Um my graphic artist is my husband but he is um he's retired military and he is a contractor and he's never going to give up playing with the planes and (laughs) i am um i I know that you can understand this (laughs) i get
0: that i was married to a pilot for 20 years (laughs) yeah
2: so um my, I'm looking at possibly doing some joint ventures because as we are growing, we're not. He's not able to keep up. Okay. And so. Oh my gosh! Hang on a second. The chickens are in the garage. <laughs> 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 hang
1: on a second. All right. All right. No problem. We'll we'll uh, <laughs> we'll. <laughs> Let Wendy go deal with the chickens in the garage. Oh, she's back. Okay. All right. There we go.
0: <laughs> only in the live. That only down. happens when you're live.
2: I, yeah. I'll just deal with it afterwards. <laughs> so. Okay. So let's, let's
0: niche this down a little bit so you can, you can define this out. Um, Are you specifically in that trying to decide if you are going to hire somebody in house or Outsourced to freelancers or outsource to a company?
2: Um, so I'm a control freak. <laughs> so to outsource to like freelancers and stuff like that, I, I, my gut feeling is that's not a right fit for me. Okay. Um, so I am looking at partnerships um that they just want to do the graphic art stuff they don't want to do all this other stuff and
0: i so let's just call that hire a graphic designer whether that is an internal person or an external person okay. that would be the next step of this okay. process so for this we're just hire a graphic designer
1: oops i guess i should type it in the right place okay go ahead
0: <laughs> i think we lost wendy
1: that's when i start typing in the wrong place that's what happens (laughs) (laughs) all right all
0: right so what's your next item
2: um then i am also looking at partnership or somewhere to send those small one shirt one off items you know cheer mom wants a shirt just for her yeah i don't I don't have the bandwidth to do that anymore. I'm too busy and it just so, doesn't pay. so I'm, but I don't want to, I don't want to turn people away necessarily. So I was trying to decide whether to get a direct garment printer or if I partner with somebody and I send it out.
0: So let's call that on demand printing. Okay. Because. Because as you're getting into the weeds a little bit here of defining those, that is the next step in okay. this. Let's let's you know. Okay. Let's we're So we're gonna list a few more, but we're first trying to decide where your focus needs to be. Does it need to be on hiring a graphic designer or does it need to be on fixing the on-demand printing issue? So all right. So what's what's another?
2: Um we are looking at doing um Gift boxes, um, personalized gift boxes.
0: Okay, so so personalized maybe? gift, pardon oh, me? Okay. personalized gift boxes.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, see, I told you I just need to keep my mouth shut.
0: No, nope, you're good. <laughs> All right, and I think I like I- having a secretary, erin <laughs> Good, So
1: well,
2: I think that could be enough for now, just to kind of okay, be-
0: okay. So let's start with hire a graphic designer. And again, we're not defining what that is. That's just the overall project. So as you give it a zero, a three or a nine on how that impacts your cost, We're gonna say cost of overhead cost of Uh, material. Oh, that's gonna nine. Okay. How will that impact your future growth? Zero, three or nine? Or nine, probably three. Okay. Meeting deadlines. Nine. Value to customers.
2: Probably zero. I mean, they're not going to care as long as they get their shirts.
0: Right. And cost of defects. I would zero i mean okay yeah okay i i agree it probably doesn't impact the defects very much Uh, okay on-demand printing cost of materials
2: that includes labor right
0: yes well no 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 cost of materials does not include labor
2: that we're not okay so I mean, that's going to probably be a three. That's not going to change that much. Okay. Okay.
0: Future growth.
2: Um, zero. I don't think
0: that's really. Okay. Meeting deadlines. Three. Value to customers. Nine. And cost of defects.
2: Those run high, so probably
0: three. Okay. And now, personalized gift boxes, cost of materials. Nine. Future growth. Nine. Meeting deadlines. Three. And uh, value to customers? Nine. And cost of defects?
2: I don't, that's, I have no idea. I mean, if it's going to be like an Amazon thing, it's a nine. Everybody sends shit back.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll go with that. There you go. So I think you have a very clear winner.
2: Okay. You have to tell me because I can't see it.
0: <laughs> okay. Forget. So your higher graphic designer is 87. Your okay. on printing is a 78 okay. and your personalized gift boxes is 165.
2: So guess what I'm working on. Get ready for yes. that in the masters of
0: success group.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there we go. I like
0: it. <laughs> so here's what I would do next and this is for Aaron as well, with the mastermind group or the personalized gift boxes, your next step is to break those personalized gift boxes down into the steps. Now, if there's are very logical, very logical chronological step process to getting that done, then it's a no-brainer. If, however, so let's take the personalized gift boxes, and you don't have to fill all this in, but I would evaluate on that your cost of materials. I would evaluate um, profit margin. I don't, have, I don't know, teacher growth. I have to think about this for a minute, but I would have different criteria that I'm evaluating for that process. And then under the personalized gift boxes, I would. List out things like packaging, uh, order software, production software. Because if they're per- if they're truly personalized, then you know how are you doing managing the personalization of production, uh, especially if there's gift cards. Are you wrapping them? Product selection. Um, so all of those things that go into that, and I would list those out on. What are you evaluating? And then go across on your impact. And again, if it's chronological, like you got to figure out packaging before you can decide what products you're going to put in, then of course you're going to look at packaging before products. But if, you know, what's going to be more important, evaluating order software or evaluating production software? Well, if my criteria for rating that is the value to the customers, then it's gonna be the order software. They don't care how you produce it, they care how they place the order and that's what's gonna drive business. How easy is it for them to produce the order? What's the quality of the product when they get it? Things like that. So I would come up with your criteria to evaluate and then I would break down everything that goes into that personalized gift box and run another priority matrix and that's where you start in developing this project. Okay. That Does that make sense?
2: That's very helpful. Yes. Thank yeah. you very much. Yes. So with
0: Aaron, mastermind was your number one. So now what's it going to take to build out that mastermind? What criteria are you going to evaluate it against? Break down the steps of doing it. That's the first step you tackle in building the mastermind. Yep. Okay. So, awesome. so the priority matrix can you know be used a couple different times. And then. Um, as I mentioned, kind of at the beginning, beginning, and I know we're we're coming up against our time, and I want to be able to answer any questions. Um, you know, your next step in this process is to define the project. Both building the mastermind group and doing personalized gift boxes is a larger project. It makes sense for that to be a Lean Six Sigma project. So your next thing is going to be to create a project charter, and that fits also in with what Aaron Teacher teaches with your five success principles because you need to define what it is. You need to define your stakeholders, both internal and external, your stakeholders being your customers. So how does it, who are you accountable to purchasing it, but also in your company, who are you going to be accountable to? This is going to impact you're starting up a whole nother production line or you're incorporating sublimation or t-shirts personalized into the production lines Who's that going to impact internally? Um, you need to um, talk about the business impact. You also need to create your timeline. No projects are good. <laughs> They're not clearly defined until you have deadlines that you have to meet. Yeah. So gateways of, of doing that. So that's your next step is to define this and then you're going to analyze it. That's gathering all your numbers, dollars and cents, and do that. Um, and then you are going to implement or improve. The I can be either. And then once you've done that, you have to go back and you have to control that process. So you have to go back and look at your numbers to make sure that that process is staying in control and what you're getting as your output matches what you are expecting in your implementation or improvement. Okay.
1: Yeah. Okay. And in a, in a sense, Allie, to me, it sounds like we're we're kind of almost writing a little mini business plan for the project, right? And 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 you know, because you you tied those together, and and yeah, you've got why is this important? You've got the stakeholders, you know. Then you've got your. Um, process and, and what you're gonna do and you your metrics, what you're gonna measure. And those metrics it comes down to a how much and by when. And so there you're setting your your timeline. So um that's that's a, a great way to to look at this and at least that's the way it's functioning in my brain right now.
0: <laughs> yeah and and here's gonna be my key difference and and business plans are important absolutely. I write many of them for different projects and things that way. A business plan is um, that plan and going forward where a lot of business plans don't have. And and I'll be honest, I haven't downloaded. I just saw Todd with his one-page business plan things that way, and I haven't had a chance to look at it. But they don't have that final step of the control and going yeah. back. The DMAIC process is very um, living brief. And I know, depending on how you do your business plan, sometimes they're living, breathing, which is ideal, and sometimes they get put on a shelf and collect dust.
1: Correct. Yeah, yeah, so. and that's never how we talk about business planning inside of of our success group. It's always living, breathing. So yep. I love that we can bring that into into what what we're talking about, and and I the the stuff fits perfectly as far as I'm concerned.
2: That was what I was going to say. This works perfectly because I mean you don't want a stagnant business plan no you need to to flex and grow. And this helps you decide those flexing and growing points. I think at least in my mind. Yes,
0: absolutely.
1: Yeah, totally. All right. So Wendy, I I have to throw, because I can't keep my mouth shut that long. (laughs) People know this about me. Uh, Um, Just one quick little nut and bolt thing about the personalized gift boxes, because I, I love getting into that part too. Um, think one of the things to think about, um, and maybe this is inside what you were talking about, Allie, with kind of determining what the costs are going to be. Um, look at how that's going to impact your shipping costs as well, because shipping something in a, in a poly bag is going to be cheaper than shipping something in a box, for example. So um, dimensional weight is always a challenge inside of shipping. So, yes. Anyways. That was my quick little, I had to do it. I had to share it. (laughs) I
2: I appreciate that. That was kind of, I was trying to reverse engineer it, you know, figure out the size of the box and then how much it's going to cost me to send the box and then what things I can put in the box or offer the box. Um, But then I stopped because I didn't know is, am I going down a rabbit hole? But this helped me decide that I'm not going down a rabbit hole. I really do need to pursue that and spend more brain cells researching
0: that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah so, so here's the only other thing that set off a little warning in my head was the other thing you have on your list here is on demand printing. Yeah. And wanting to, to potentially outsource that or refer that to somebody else. But when you're talking pers- personalized gift boxes, that's exactly what you're getting into is one-off on-demand printing. Yeah. So yeah. do you have...
2: I have some ideas. I have some okay. ideas. You know, cool. I, mean, I, think I'm, uh, I think I I I think have enough um, processes in our business that we can make some of that work
0: mm-hmm. using
2: template designs where you just yep. pop name in. So yes. I was, I, I was thinking that, I mean, that's why I've been picking Aaron's brain about a direct to garment printer and that kind of stuff, because I'm just, it all ties together. And this really helps me decide, I, I do I want to do everything on that list? Yes. But this helps me decide what's the low hanging fruit that I need to start with. Yeah. Yep. The others that's will exact. build on that. The others will build on that. Um, but like, like Aaron has been preaching for the last several weeks, there's only 24 hours in the day and I need, I need to be able to figure out where my, my hours are best spent.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Cause that is, you know, that's the great equalizer. You know, some of us uh, through the pandemic, I've heard people say, well, we're on the same boat. And I always come back with, we're not all in the same boat. Some of us are in rowboats, some of us are in yachts, some of us are in speedboats, some of us are in powerboats, some of us are bailing as fast as we can to keep our boat afloat. So we're not all in the same boat, but we're all in the same ocean, right? Yeah. So, so that's where I come in with the that time, the great equalizer because we all have the same 24 hours in the day. I don't care whether you are a huge business running 16 autos with three shifts or a home-based business doing it all yourself. We all have the same 24 hours of the day. So who can be the most efficient and prioritize their projects in time? That's who's gonna win. It doesn't matter the rest of it.
1: Yeah. Awesome. So Wendy, thank you so much for, for being here. I will, uh, I'll get you a copy of this. So you've got this to start with, so you you don't need to recreate the wheel. So I'll get that sent over to you. I want to fix a couple of the little Google Excel challenges that uh, I'm finding as we (laughs) go through this here. Um, So I'll fix that, send that over to you. Thank you so much, Wendy. Looking forward to uh, chatting more about this inside the masters of success.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So thank you. And thank Thank you. But it's kind of cool just to have it personalized for me.
1: (laughs) There you go. That's all you had to do was show up. Just show up and uh, things happen, right? (laughs) Okay, thank you. Bye, Wendy. Awesome. Okay, so Ali, I'm going to take down our uh, priority matrix here for right now so we can kind of wrap up some things uh, and and get anything uh, loose ends tied up here. Wow! First off, that that was incredible, and I, I enjoyed going through that with Wendy and 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 again, just like with my list, right? Your as we talked about your your gut instinct, while it may be a little helpful at times, if you don't put the data to it, you'll never actually know. And and that was a big eye opener for me, and I believe a big eye opener for Wendy. So, um, I guess kind of put a bow on this for us, if you don't mind.
0: <laughs> yeah. So you know, it's it's kind of like. You and I both, we love data. I will dive into data all day long. I have data plans for my business of what we capture, how, when, where, why, all of that. I have um, data that we collect on every process. We don't do it all the time, 24-7. Um, not everybody feels the same way about data that I do or you do, and I recognize that. Yeah. Um, not, every, not everybody's going to look at a priority matrix and go, yeah, I'm going to do that all the time. And yes, absolutely. If your shop is in, on fire, put the fire out. Don't run the priority matrix first. Go put the fire out. But if you have a lot of things that you're just kind of like, okay, what do I need to tackle next? What you know, I seem to be having lots of problems in both of these processes in sublimation and screen printing. But there's only so many hours in the day. So what's going to give me the most bang for my buck? And the priority matrix. It's going to it's going to give you some clear. If nothing else, it's going to make you strategically think about it. And it, it's going to give you a clear idea of what one should come first.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I think this is fantastic or exactly what you just said, right? Even if you're not as into pulling all the data and, and diving into the numbers and having these these scores and weight weightedness and <laughs> letting spreadsheets do math for us, all that fun, exciting stuff that uh, gets us going. Um you know, we just had a a time management uh, training inside our success group. And a big part of what we talked about there is the fact of it's not time management, it's actually priority management. So even just taking something like that, like, okay, if I'm spending my week, right, we've all got the same 24 hours. So that means we've all got the same 168 hours in a week. And so what am I spending that 168 hours doing? And then if you could take those and categorize them down and then do this kind of priority matrix on the things that you're doing, you might find that the things that you're spending the most time on each week are the lowest, should be the lowest things in your priority list. And that gives you an awareness to then make a change. But if we don't have that awareness, because even if I look at all the things that I'm doing and I go with that, that gut, I'll use myself as an example there, right? I, if I'm saying, okay, I, need to spend more time on the book, but I don't have that really prioritized down. I could continue to, to do that where really the thing that I need to be focusing on is this, but I wouldn't have that full awareness if I didn't go through this priority matrix process. So, um, right. Yeah. Well,
0: the other thing too is, you know, I, I fully recognize you. You could get burned out if, if all you're working on is the mastermind group, you know, there, there's something to be said on, Maybe doing a couple of those projects. Um, one of the things I've also done is not just prioritize them in the priority matrix, but then looked at how much proportionally it takes in that priority. Mm. So for Wendy, the personalized gift boxes was like two to one of her next um priority of yeah. hiring a graphic designer. So, you know, if now you're chunking out time for every two hours, I work on the gift box, I'm going to work on hiring a graphic designer for one hour yeah you
1: know? yeah
0: and or you know I heard just recently you know I'm a clubhouse junkie so I heard just recently um you know a lot of people Friday Friday starts the weekend so they kind of slide and things that way Friday Saturday Sunday make up 43 percent of our week
1: wow what are you there doing you with
0: Friday what are you doing on Friday Saturday Sunday
1: yeah well, I'm doing small business Saturday, so I feel like there you go, exactly. and Wendy showed
0: up, so she's obviously as well. And, I, you know, I'm not a workaholic. I believe in self-care and taking time for self and family and all of that, too. But just be purposeful with your time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I love it. And this gives us an actual tool, an actual resource that that you can can really implement to decision making is hard. Right. I mean, I, I've I've. Uh, heard lots of people and I, and I don't know the exact statistics, but one of the most challenging things a family does is figuring out what's for dinner. Right. And so this, to me, that just means that making a decision is hard, but yep. you, you deep down know what's important to you, whether, you know, heck, I don't, I'm not saying we need to do a priority matrix for figuring out what's for dinner, but it certainly could work. Right. You Okay. Right. How healthy yep. is it for us? How um, <laughs> how much does it cost? What? <laughs> how, how does this help our future selves? Right? You know, so we right? Just- <laughs> well, because
0: because with dinner, how often do you get? Hey, what do you want for dinner? I don't care. You decide. All right, I want a burger. No, I don't want that. I don't want no, I don't want that. Well, then what do you want? I don't care. You decide. <laughs> I did.
1: I just did. <laughs> I, I love did. it. I love it. Yeah.
0: Right. Well, it can be that way with business too you know what should we fix first i don't know you in the business you decide i think we should fix you know reclaim first yeah no i don't think so. no
1: that's not that's not what's really going to move the needle okay well then <laughs>
0: right yeah it, it's all and this it,
1: gives you that yeah and and this gives you that uh, like i said yeah it takes it out of the cuz when you just say hey what do you think about this people it it is that that feels like a big thing you, you know you're asking your employees hey i want you to give me feedback on this That's scary you know that feels Mm -hmm. like a big thing but if you slide a piece of paper in front of them where all they've got to do is think a little bit about a scale of uh, zero three six or nine or if you take it down to zero three or nine I mean heck you could just have them say a b or c and then use that zero three or nine I mean I think you'd probably want to share the numbers so they get that that difference between the nine and three but all they've got to do is fill in that information you plug it into the spreadsheet and you got pretty
0: good data yeah. And, you know, I really liked what we were talking about before, because let's talk. Brain, I know we're over. Let's talk, brain, no, talk quick with coming up with the ideas with employees, because you just said, well, what do you think? Well, that can be a hard thing when you're brainstorming. What do you think? Or asking your, your your employees, your internal customers to be critical. What's broken? What do we need to fix? What's wrong? Like sometimes that's hard to say to the boss, you know, especially if some of what the boss is doing is the problem. So, as you were talking about with reviews, instead of saying, why didn't you give a 10, what do we need to do to be a 10? So, when you're brainstorming with your customers, instead of what's broke, what needs to be fixed, what would make your job easier? Because they're telling you what's broken, but they don't feel like they're being negative. Well, it would make my job easier if we had a dip tank. It would make my job easier if... You know, we had a schedule for reclaim. It would make my job easier if we had more 156 screens. You know, whatever. Yep. yep. I'm just pulling things out of thin air, but yep,
1: you know, whatever yep. that
0: may be. Um, so think about that in your brainstorming as well.
1: Yeah. No, I love that, and and I think that looks that that makes a, a huge difference. And you know, to us, it doesn't when you when we're the ones asking it. Like, what's broken, right? That that seems like the same thing as what could make your job easier. But to them, like you said, that's not it. That, Like you said, telling the boss what's broken, especially if it's you right, or something that you're um, doing. Doing. Yeah. that um, that That's a hard thing for somebody to say, but to say what would make my job easier. So it's just that wording. It's the same. To us, it's the same question, I would say. But right. anyhow, I, I love that. And I think that's a fantastic point to make. And uh, Ali, if that works, I think that could be a fantastic point to leave this on. Before, yeah, we, absolutely. Uh, before we take all of your great information in one sitting, you know, we want to spread <laughs> it out. <laughs> awesome. So, Ali, actually, I will ask you one last question here. Um, so you kind of gave us kind of what the next step is to break those things down into a, a bit more of a, a project. But but a lot of that's still the same thing. You're, you're, you're now OK. Now we're breaking that project down and we're going to evaluate the pieces inside of that a little bit to again give us a little bit more data on where we need to kind of take that next step. what, what like you said some of this though is like we need to get into it and and we didn't you know how how do we make this easy to then start taking action. So, I guess that's my last question for you is what where do we get into okay, we've got some information here, let's start taking some action.
0: Yeah, so really um I'm a bit, big advocate of the business plan and or defining. In Lean Six Sigma, it's the D in make. And it is to define if it's a problem, define the problem. If it's a new product you're wanting to develop, like when you define what that looks like. Who are your stakeholders, internal and external? Who is your project team? You're not going to do it all yourself. Maybe if you're a solopreneur, but you know if you've got a team, who's your project team? What's the scope? What's in and what's out? Because scope creep is real. Um, you know, you start with wanting to evaluate this much. I want to evaluate reclaim. Well, where does reclaim end and pre-press begin? Yeah. You know, and okay, it all rolls. So if, if I'm saying that how you reclaim a screen, a screen and how well you get the chemicals out impacts me coding it in emulsion and exposure then i could easily creep that product project into prepress right and if i mm-hmm. haven't defined where that project starts and finishes so okay. so that's the next step okay long answers i'm sorry but the next step is to clearly define what that you've decided on the project with your priority matrix now define it
1: nice awesome perfect Ali, this has been fantastic. Uh, we could go all day, and uh, we're we're probably going to at some point. So <laughs> we we've just discovered that, uh, that one of the things that I want to work on with you is probably the most important thing to me. So,
0: go <laughs> bring it.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be great. So, um, Ali, what uh, what what else is going on with you? Anything that you want to share before I let you out of here?
0: Um. Now. Uh... I don't have anything really upcoming other than I'm focusing on the business. Things with things opening up for us, it's gotten really, really busy, busy which That's awesome. is great. Uh, we've had some significant growth. We are back bigger than 2019 numbers, but then that also has impact on processes. And during COVID, when it was slow, we brought in a couple new processes. And now, as they ramp up, you know, I got to apply all this stuff to my business as well. So I'm doing Good. that. You and I are talking about some future things here, so stay tuned for cool. for to come. And then, of course, um, anybody's welcome to email me, um, get in contact with me inside the group, or I'm just linktree slash banholzer, and you can find all of my contact information and links there for upcoming stuff.
1: Awesome. That sounds Perfect. All right, Allie. Well, thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it. And uh, looking forward to w- we'll We'll catch up soon here.
0: Sounds great. Thanks, Aaron. I enjoyed it. Hi,
2: I'm Kylene,
0: and you're listening to an
2: episode of the Small Business Saturdays podcast.
0: Do you want to
1: subscribe to the Small Business Saturdays podcast? Head over to smallbusinesssaturdayspodcast.com. There are tons of ways to subscribe. Click on your favorite and grab all the information about growing your small business. Awesome. So, so great to talk to Allie and uh, really appreciate her time today. We're going to go ahead and get out of here. We're going to close it up. Uh, One last thing that I just wanted to share with you all here. Um, Wendy said uh, that was awesome. Thank you so much. Another great value of being an OSG member. Um, So we, uh, we're excited, to, and and we're so blessed to have somebody like Ali, who is such a good friend to the our success group community. Um, she's gracious enough to uh, jump in occasionally inside of our private members group and and uh, and participate. You know, w- this came out of uh, some conversations that happened inside of that. So, if you are not a member, you happen to be catching this on the Club OSG side, and you're ready to take that next step, um, check out the webinar that we've got coming up here on the 23rd of June. And uh, you can just find that. I don't have a banner for it, but if you'll go to our success forward slash survive, you can get signed up for that. Um, one of the other things that is going on here in June, uh, you heard Wendy and I kind of talking about the Masters of Success Group. And Wendy is one of the members inside of that particular program that we do inside of our success group. It's a, a bi-weekly call. Um, Business advisory board is something I've heard some of the members call it. It's an opportunity to kind of just take that training to the next level, uh, get some good interaction. We work on specific things in small groups of uh, four to six companies. And uh, we are now accepting applications for uh, new groups that will be forming in July. So if you'll go to rsuccessgroup.com forward slash MOS and check that out um it's just been truly amazing to watch the growth of of the organizations that have been a part of that uh the owners that are inside of that masters of success group uh system and just to watch them grow you know as things as Ali was just talking about things are kind of starting to come back and so it's that that juggle that that Ali was just mentioning okay we put in some new things, but now we got to go make sure that things are working. And, and so we're getting into the weeds and a lot of that stuff. And, um, and and at the same time, mindset, right, that we're in the same boat with somebody else. We're working on things, it, the accountability. You know, we, we make goals that we set for ourselves to, to work on between now and the next call kind of situation. And it's one thing for me to go, OK, I'm going to work on this and then try to hold myself accountable to it. But when I've told Uh, four to five other people that I've gotten to know and and spend time with and respect. And, and uh, (laughs) when I say, Hey, I'm going to do this. And then I don't do that. That's a whole lot different than me telling myself, Hey, I'm going to do this and then I don't do it. So anyhow, that's what master success all about. I love it. It, It's one of the core pieces of things that I want to be able to provide inside of our success group. Uh, In fact, my personal goal is by the end of 2024, uh, December thirty first, twenty twenty four at five PM. I I want to have worked with over a thousand businesses through a mastermind program. So, uh, if you'd like to be part of that, oursuccessgroup dot com forward slash Masters of Success is where you'll check that out. And uh, without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and close it out here for today. So, thank you all for uh, joining us and being here. Thanks so much to Allie for her time and the fantastic information. And uh, we can't wait to, uh, till, till the next project. So stay tuned. Like I said, we're working on some fun stuff. And uh, you'll start seeing details about that in the coming months here. So thank you very much. And we'll talk to everybody soon.
2: Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Small Business Saturday Podcast. We appreciate having you as part of the community of listeners. Tune in for the live video sessions at facebook.com slash to become part of the active community.
1: You can contact me directly at aaron at Thanks again
2: for listening.